Hello and welcome to The Haunted. I'm Freddie Young. And I'm Vanessa Mitchell. And this week we are Samba Dancers. Da -da 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 -da. No, we're not. What are you saying that for? Oh, I felt like oh, it. Oh, right. <laughs> felt <laughs> not, like not, it, really. So, I thought, I thought, the was gonna, I thought there was going to be a secret to the Mothman uh, story there about Samba, but obviously there wasn't. Uh, well, what I can tell you is, is that uh, the Mothman does not in, go, indulge with Samba. As far he, as we know. He won't be on Dancing with the Stars. He won't <laughs> be on Strictly Come Dancing or Dancing on Ice. Oh, <coughs> it's probably a blessing for all the people that are going to be taking part. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Any update this week? What you've been doing? Well, Anything new? Actually, yeah. I've, I've done something really, really interesting. <coughs> um, Sorry, coughing me. I, I went to an event with a medium. Um, they call it a platform event where the medium will stand up and give readings to those in the audience. Now, this medium I've known for a while. Um, he's, I, I basically searched him out uh, due to his, his amazing reputation. Now, obviously, owning the Cajun, having come across lots of psychics and meet hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of them, this man caught my attention because everyone kept raving about him. Everyone just kept, over years this was. He is a name that's, I don't want to say notorious, but he's very, very well known. Yeah. Definitely locally in um, spiritualist groups, paranormal groups, as being the the real deal. Yeah, I mean, he's... Man. He's um, did um, he's he's been to <coughs> Europe multiple times. He's done European TV shows. He was the guest. Uh, he was the the main medium on the Big Brother that Jade Goody was on. Um, he's done lots of TV stuff. His name's Ronnie Buckingham. Now Ronnie has got a book out, and he's also you know notorious is kind of the right word for him because his life before he became a medium was basically of a villain. Mm -hmm. um, when we say villain, a uh, bit of a gangster. Yeah. We're talking about armed robbery and, and, and lots and lots of prison time. Now, he's, he's, he's fascinating because you always tend to think of mediums as very, you know, from the start almost, spiritual people, you know. Um, and, I, and I think as well, you, you kind of, rightly or wrongly, have a little bit of a... You assume it's a woman. Yeah. You, you, you do, To be honest, yeah. There's, yeah. Not, there's not a great deal of men that are... You know, there, there are some big people that there are men that big, are that There are, are some there. big names on TV, but I think when you find, for the most part, churches and platforms and stuff, you're right. In my experience, they're generally women. women. But um, I've, I've actually read his book. Um, it's called Medium Rare by Ronnie Buckingham. Please, anyone, just read this book. You can get it from Amazon. You can just Google it and get it. This man's life has been exceptional. Um, he was a, a kid in the East End, you know, lived off nothing virtually. I wouldn't in, want to insult him and say he was dragged up, but he never had an easy life. But at, at some point in his life, after multiple, multiple years in prison, he became, he found his calling, he was given this gift, and is now one of the, certainly the best medium I've ever seen. And he's definitely, you know, one of the UK's leading Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, it's weird maybe. with him. I'm really surprised he hasn't got his own show, own, own TV or radio show Because yet. he's he that kind of character. Out, yeah. And he, he's full of character. But, but he packs out, you know, literally stadiums with hundreds and hundreds of people always want to see him. Um, but well, yeah, how long's his waiting list? Uh, it's a year to get a reading off him. Um, and that says he, a lot. Yeah. He, um, so I saw, I saw this man. I actually had a personal reading from him from myself over the phone, actually. And this is when I really took serious notice of him because he told me something that I swear to you, probably only four or five people left alive on this planet know. Now, there's no way Ronnie Buckingham knew it. There, there's just no way. Um, and when he said this to me, I'm like, what? It was like, my God. And I know a lot of mediums say lovely things that we can all relate to, but this guy is something else. I saw him on platform. He was fantastic. Um, the man is truly, truly got a gift, and especially, you know, I keep on going back to his backstory, but I think you can't really understand him well, until that, you read but the that, book. That makes him the man that he is, and and makes him as interesting as he is, and he is good. You know, my mum was at this event, and uh, she rang me an hour later, still crying, uh, because of the the information and stuff that mm. he had given her. So, you know, he's the real deal. Check him out. He's got a book coming out soon. 
Yeah, he's got his already book, um, Medium in, Rare by Ronnie Buckingham. He's got his next book coming out which at we, some point. Which we, we wrote for that. Yeah. We've we've written a section in it because, you know, uh, basically from our from our feedback on the readings he gave us, I mean, the guy's just outstanding. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so he's got a very, very colourful past, but he's, he's actually a good man. He's a real good man. Um and however God found him amongst all that gangster life and villainy and uh, the life he lived. Um, but he's he's a gentleman. He's old school. Yeah, old so school. So he's not... Those 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 in the UK would understand when we said, say, old traditional school, old yeah. school London... Gangster, villainy, gangster yeah. You know, it's... He's a good man, and we recommend that you, if you've if you've got the opportunity, if he comes near you, please check him out. But he has his book; it details his story and how he comes to find his um, ability and talent. Yeah, I mean, find him on Facebook. He's on Facebook. You know, he, he's out there. He's reachable. Which, to be honest, um, for someone with his abilities, sometimes you find they're a bit unreachable. But but Ronnie's not. So yes, um, I think as well we wanted to mention to you all. Now, I know that some of the listeners will know uh, the cage story, um, which is... Which is my, essentially my story of me living in... Uh, Britain's Most Haunted House. Yeah, the, the medieval prison that I brought. Um, there is, um, well, listen, untold TV shows about this that you, you can find online, but there's one in particular we wanted to mention. Uh, it come out this time... Maybe two, 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 two three years, years ago. Yeah, two or three years ago. Two, two three years ago. And that is True Horror, uh, which is on Channel 4. You can still find it on Channel 4. It is um, on 4OD. Just type in True Horror. It's, it's episode called, four. It's True Horror Witch's Prison. The reason we're mentioning it is because we were on um, Netflix and went to 4OD, downloaded 4OD, and it was on there. And um, it's a part of the True Horror series. Mine is called Witch's Prison. Uh, please, if nobody knows the story, it, I'm... It, it gives you an insight. Yeah. It's it's not a... It's, it doesn't even scratch the surface of things that went on and things that happened. But it certainly is a good starting point if you aren't already well-versed in yeah. what um, happened. It's a docudrama, which means I'm talking on it. But also Michelle Ryan, um, the actress, p plays me. So... Um, you ain't my mother! Don't even start. Yes, that. I am. <laughs> she used to be in East End. Anyway, stop that. Um, but yeah, it's it's a snippet for it's it's forty five minutes when adverts are included. So of course they couldn't include everything, as is most of these things. But it's certainly an insult, insult, <laughs> insight into. But you listen, Halloween's coming up. It's up there for you to watch. Yeah, it's a good watch. It's a Give good it watch. watch. So, I say that leads us in nicely. It doesn't lead us in anywhere. But we shall start with our episode this week. And we are, it's a, it's a mixture. So it's a, a movie review slash true story yeah. Behind, yeah. behind the movie. So we are going to look into the Mothman prophecies. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Richard Gere. Oh. Handsome. He still is handsome. Oh, even for an handsome. old boy. Mm. Richard Gere, if you're listening to this, we can recreate Pretty Woman anytime. <laughs> what, with you or me? With me? I ain't, <laughs> ain't offering you out. <laughs> so, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you um, an overview of what the Mothman Prophecies movie is about. Um, it's not very in-depth, but it's an overview. If you haven't watched it, this is one of them movies that everybody has probably seen. Well, I don't know because it's... At some point, or at least heard of. Well, it's, you know, it's quite it's, a... It, but it's quite old. Um, it's quite an old movie. I, I, don't, I, I don't think it's on anyone's top ten list, but... No, I, I don't think, think it is on anyone's think, top ten list, but it's a good film. You've just got to watch it. I mean, it's, it's an amazing film. It's aged well. Mm. It's aged yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, The Mothman's Prophecies is a 2002... American supernatural horror mystery film. Yeah. Would you say that's a an accurate description? Supernatural horror mystery. Well, I suppose so. But I mean, oh, it's, yeah. again, like everything, you know, a lot of things. It's based on fact. It's based on true accounts and what people say. Yeah. So it's obviously starring Richard Gere, the lovely Richard Gere, and it's actually based on a nineteen seventy five book of the same name, and that was written by a parapsychologist. And Fortean, Fortean, Fortean Times, our author, Fortean John Kill, yeah, 
Uh, and then the screenplay was written by a man called Richard Hayton. So the story basically follows a man called John Klein, who is Richard Gere, and he is a reporter and he's researching the legend of the Mothman. But unfortunately, he's still a little bit shaken by the death of his wife two years earlier and she died from glioblastoma. Mm. And that is an aggressive type of cancer that occurs in the brain or spinal cord. Yeah. Didn't know that. I had to Google it. Yeah. So I thought it'd be interesting. Anyway, uh, John Klein, who is Richard Gere, again, is sent to cover a news piece and ends up inexplicably finding himself in Point, Point Pleasant, West Virginia, where there have been sightings of an unusual creature and unexplained phenomena. And as he becomes increasingly drawn into the mysterious forces at work, he hopes they can reconnect him to his wife, while the local sheriff becomes concerned about his obsessions. Um, the film claims to be based on actual events, yeah, which it is, yeah. that occurred between November 1966 and December 1967. And we will talk about them, but let's talk about the movie. Right, okay. Now, on one of our previous episodes, every right, explain this, because we were having joking about this earlier <laughs> so so previously uh we and i did, apologize to everyone who we did a we did a bumper week um a few months ago where we looked into some famous hollywood movies and the true stories behind them now i said to vanessa before we clicked start recording <laughs> i said now please 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 remember and understand what i am about to say is an overview of the film and not the actual events because in a previous episode we was to, I forget forget which one it is, but Vanessa just kept going. No, that's not true. That's not what happened. I said I'm talking about the movie. <laughs> no, but this happened like about four times. She and kept the, going. I kept saying no, that's not what. And in the end, you got quite short with me, didn't you? Saying no, right? Let me explain. No, this is the movie, not the true events. I keep on arguing with you, didn't I? But yeah, yes. I'm not going to do it this time. No, thank you. But listen, give me your view. Mothman Prophecies is a you have it on DVD, although it doesn't work. I brought it a few weeks ago on DVD, and I put it in my DVD player, and it says it will it will not work on this DVD. So I was gutted. It's the wrong format. It's probably it. an American DVD. Yeah, bloody con. But listen, but I, I, saw, I will say this film has aged incredibly it, well. I saw it years ago, and absolute. And actually, when I saw it years ago, I watched it two or three times because I was blinded by it. It's a it's it's a really good film. I have I haven't really got lots of negative about it. Um, I know there is really mixed reviews from people online about this movie, but I think it is definitely worth a watch. If you haven't watched it in a while, rewatch it because it has, and I say it again, aged really, really well. Yeah. You know, it's it's like Richard Gere. Like mm -hmm. Richard Gere, listen, it's like a little, it's like a little fine wine. Or stinky cheese. Stinky cheese is how I will describe the Mothman prophecies. Well, I was going to say fine wine, but well, Richard Gere is fine wine. Oh, Richard Gere is fine wine. Um, yeah, you know, it it is what it is. It's it's quite um a good story. Uh, it does it does a good job of trying to recount um some of the actual events that happened yeah, yeah. it of course it's dramatized of course they've made it but that listen it's hollywood they have to sell the movie although we would always say that the truth is far far stranger than whatever they can conjure up yeah um but yeah if you haven't watched it go if you have watched it go and watch it again and there we go i, I would say that that is our feelings on that okay right go but now i'm going to give you the what the the movie is based on the true story the myth the legend that is the mothman mm -hmm. strap yourselves in yes it's a bumpy ride <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna give you a brief overview of what the mothman is what he's described at and then i'll go into the kind of the history of the sightings and, and what yeah, happened as yeah. a consequence of that so uh, the mothman is probably one of the most well-known cryptids in the world mm. um you know my mum isn't very well versed in this world but would know who the mothman is you know yeah. everybody knows and understands what he is i say he might be a she um so yeah but i don't think people do know what it is no lots of people have heard of the mothman they might oh, not no, no have heard of it but you said know what it is okay all right it, it, i stand corrected yeah. 
they have heard of the Mothman. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. So, the Mothman is described as a bipedal winged humanoid. And bipedal means that he walks like a on human his feet, yeah. on, on his feet. Um, despite his name, which was given to him by newspapers, interestingly, he isn't overly moth-like, I mm. would say. And is more um, kind of large humanoid owl or yeah. bat. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing really moth no. moth moth like about him. It's just the name has stuck. Yeah. So his coloration varies. Some have said black, some grey, some have said brown, but he's quite often sighted at night, so the true colour of it, I don't know if if you could, when things is is dark, you could assume it's anything, couldn't yeah, you really? Yeah. Uh but yeah, like I said, it, it's all darker shades. Um he's often reported to be about seven feet tall which is very tall. Yeah. And have a wingspan of 10 to 15 feet. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah, it it was the wings I think that really make this creature stand out. Yeah. It? He is known or she is known to have the ability to fly over 100 miles per hour. Yeah. So very swift and is described as having a head uh, with two huge red eyes set and mm. um, they've often been reported as glowing or giving off light the details of his face and feet have never really been described well i think when people have seen it it's always in motion or from a distance so you can make out the shape and people have been able to really well describe the shape but not the finer but that would make sense because listen if it came in front of me, I'm not going to stand there staring at it. I'm going to be on my toes. There was one person who saw the face clearly and the only words they could use to describe it were horrible and monstrous and she suffered with terrible nightmares from this and eventually suffered a nervous breakdown Yeah, I'm from sure, the yeah. sight of. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, it is noted as well that anyone who gets a close look at the Mothman often seems to suffer from extreme fear or psychological distress. Well, that would make sense. And, this, stretch. and this goes on for months to years afterwards, and probably a lifetime. Well, it would do. If you were to see something like that. Uh, people often report as well saying that there is a sense of pure evil that overcomes them when they are faced with this creature. Yeah. Mm. Um, so people have said that he can fold his wings in, almost like a bat, I would say yeah, then, yeah. being able to retract them in, and kind of has a weird shuffle that people have said is a bit like a penguin, mm. so, so like a, a bit side to side. Um, a lot of people say actually he's not very good on his feet, mm. but he's an incredible... Well, animals with giant wingspans... They normally have the wings. Well, they're to, not. Well, if they've got that they giant wingspan, they're not designed for walking yeah, or anything, yeah. are they? So when he does, or she, take off and unf unfold his wings, um, shoots off at great speeds and will just f go off into, into the night sky, is rarely observed flapping uh, the wings except for take off when, when they leave. Yeah. So he's almost gliding as opposed to flying. I think it's giant flap glide, giant flap glide, as opposed to a, a constant flap, flap, flap. Yeah, because yeah. people have, have described his flight pattern as straight up like a helicopter. Uh, he can, he yeah. or she, can fly much far, faster than any bird should be able to fly. Um, yeah, because people have measured this because his favourite activity is to chase people in cars and he'll uh, fly in front of them and sometimes like, hit the roof yeah, as he, yeah. and you know they're going they're scared they're going at speed and whatever it yeah. is is overtaking them at that speed so yeah. they've been able to gauge yeah that from that he's roughly Capable going of, yeah. the you know these these huge huge speeds so that is the mothman but now let's go into why he is so infamous so the first recorded sighting of the mothman was the 12th of November, 1966, near Clendenin. Mm. I hope I've said it right. 
I hope I've said it right. Clendenin, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. So we are transported. We are in a cemetery. And there are five men preparing a grave for burial. When they see something, they couldn't explain. Lifting up from nearby trees was what they described as a brown winged creature. It was a massive figure that was moving rapidly from tree to tree. The grave diggers could only really describe it as a, a brown human being with wings. Mm, mm. The men um, held on to the fact that what was bounding from trees and then eventually taken off was not a bird that was human. Do you know, when you say this, it just reminded me of the movie Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. The, the creature yeah. in that with the wings, I in my brain, is a similar type of creature. I would, I, I'd like to wager a guess that potentially the man that ever created Jeepers Creepers may have taken some yeah. inspiration yeah. from yeah. this. Yeah. It's because you're, you're not far wrong there. Mm. Good shout. So... The creature has been spotted in various places around West Virginia. Take me home, country, country roads. Right. We won't. We sang a John Denver song last time. We're not going to do it again. In fact, it was the same song. Was it really? Yeah, I think so. Um, yes, it was. Yeah. The creature has also been spotted in surrounding states, but the the main concentration of sightings is West Virginia. So the majority of the sightings or the largest concentration, is in the West Virginia Audience Works, which is an area known by locals as TNT area. Mm -hmm. So the um, West Virginia Audience Works is an abandoned um, ammunition storage right, plant facility, facility. Yeah. and that is just north of Mount Pleasant, um, in West Virginia, yeah. which is where Mothman is sighted. Uh, this dates back to World War II. The facility during its operation manufactured ammunition and dynamite, and the surrounding area was mostly forest, and, you know, there was clearings and stuff, and it's quite well known because it has these really big, thick concrete domes, which they called igloos, and they were used as barrels of gunpowder, but in large quantities. Mm. The area is in abundance with abandoned mines and tunnels, most of which have collapsed or have been sealed off, but they're still there. Some have been flooded with, with water and stuff. There is a, a real network of underground So you're here. saying then that uh, are you saying that potentially he could dwell in one of these underground cave systems undetected by man? And especially if he is similar to a bat. That, that would kind of make sense. Who knows? But, I mean, it's a theory, maybe. Uh, a dark, damp yeah. area cut off from... From humans. It would have to be. Um, because it's not an area that's um, accessible to people. It's kind of cut off it's run by a management firm of, of some description and they look after it now this may go some way as describing where he came from so in 1979 fishermen in that area reported that chemicals had been left to seep into the ponds and surrounding areas um, which led to the area being labeled as an environmental disaster by the year 1983, that area was one of the country's most polluted areas. Mm. Now, when you are letting chemicals... No, I don't think it's going to... gonna gonna. No. No, you're I not know, feeling I that? I know what you're saying. No. You're not feeling a little mutation there? No, no, I'm not at all. Not at all? I think something like the Mothman or things of that nature don't come from chemical mutations. It's, from, it's something else. Tell the stories, carry on, let's see what happens. Well, so this is the area where three days after then the men in the graveyard had seen him, um, he would be seen again. And this is by two young couples. It was Roger and Linda Scarberry, and they were driving in a black 57 Chevy Bel Air with Steve and Mary Mallet. 
I want to say. Uh, they was going driving through the area, dossing about being kids. And they noticed, well, Linda noticed two unbelievably large glowing red eyes in the darkness behind the old North power plant. Mm. She's seen that. She's gone banshee. She's screaming hysterically. They soon learned that that was a, their eyes were attached to something, and then, you know, these wings unfolded, and 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 they all saw the whatever it was. They saw this this huge wingspan. Roger stalled the car, and had no choice but to to be looking at this creature. Mm. Um, they immediately realised that that was not a bird. That yeah, was not an nothing animal. Nothing they ever see, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was um, a creature of some description. The, he managed to get the car going again. You can imagine the panic. panic. Yeah. Frantically trying, trying to get to this get... car to and turn back days, over again. It was a key. Probably dropped the key. Okay, come on! Ah! And, and the girls are screaming. Yeah. And oh, listen. It's all going on. But managed to get the car going again and managed to make their way down Highway 62 back towards um, back towards Point Pleasant. Um, this creature pursued them yeah. and was exceeding a speeds of 100 miles per hour Right. in the pursuit so of them. Now we've got two sightings. But my understanding of the Mothman is when people saw him, it was like a foretelling of doom and death and mass death. Have you researched that bit? Or, yes, or, this, this right, comes. Okay, that is coming, because a lot of time I... Um, so I think that he doesn't come and then something happens and then comes again and something happens. Um, I think there is a, a, a real spree there of sightings, sightings and then something happens. That... Right, okay. So, anyway, back to the story. So the four of the people in the car are speeding towards town, being pursued by the creature. They are obviously... They're very startled and confused. There is no sign, once they get closer to home, of whatever it was that was um, following them. Roger parks his car at the edge of the town and they all sit and talk about what it is that they had seen. They're yeah. trying to make sense of what it was. And they eventually decided that, no, that was just... It, it was it was a bird. It's dark. It was something. Yeah, you know, we panicked. We've panicked. We've been absolutely ridiculous. Listen, what are we like? It was probably the the headlights that's made it yeah. appear bigger than it actually is. So, but then they decide to kind of go. Let's prove this to ourselves and drive back. No, really. Listen, that doesn't even fools. happen in the movies. Fools, fools, fools. God's Driving back though, it was not long before they saw the creature again, and it was waiting <laughs> on the um, side of the road, uh, which was Route sixty two. They realised very quickly again. How, they yeah. realised this is the first instance, but spoke themselves out of it that that was no bird, and it was in this instant that the car headlights landed on the creature and it lifted vertically. Uh, into the air, massive speed again, and disappeared above the tree line. Mm. This time, though, they decided to go back into town, and they went to the local police station and spoke to the sheriff, who was called George Johnson, and he's deputy Miller Housted. They relayed their story. Yeah. They must have thought they was absolutely mad. Yeah. But surprisingly because this wouldn't happen in the uk if i went to a police station and said i've just been chased by a 10 foot bat they'd go <laughs> they'd put me in a cell for the yeah, evening and, and do your drugs test yeah they'd go <laughs> right okay have you not got anything better to do your time but the city police went and they investigated the area and and you know did their business how well and how thorough they were i do not know but they returned empty-handed Mm. Yeah, they didn't find anything. There was no tracks. There was nothing. You know, there was no, there was nothing around. 
The next day, though, a press conference was held and the local press began printing the story of what happened to these two young couples. But from this story, it caused other people to come forward yeah. um, with their... Their accounts with their With their yeah. accounts. So in November 16th issue of the... Point Pleasant Register, which is the local newspaper, mm. the strange encounter would be brought to the public eye, and the headline read: "Couple sees man-sized bird dot 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 creature dot 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 something." Mm. Um. So, this event had been really, really overwhelming for the young couple. And on the morning of November 16th, 1966, Linda Scarberry was rushed to hospital by her father after experiencing a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Um, Roger, who was her fella, said that I'm a hard guy to scare, but last night I was getting out of there. Like, you know, he's yeah, trying to yeah. be a bit of a tough guy, but even he's able to say, like, hands up, listen. Yeah. Not a bit of me. So this then sparked a surge of sightings. And over the next 13 months in Point Pleasant, I would say in estimation, there were around, if not over, 100 sightings mm. of Mothman. Now, a lot of those are going to be... People jumping on the bandwagon yeah. and a bit of hysteria. Yeah. And you only got to hear rustle, rustle in the bush and yeah. you go, oh, I've it's the Mothman, it. yeah. I've seen yeah. it. Um, and some of those will be true. I'd say Some the majority are probably going to be a bit of hysteria. Well, it included two volunteer firefighters who claimed to see a very large bird with large red eyes, which fits the description. Fits, yeah. There was also a resident of Salem. Mm. Now, this links into our Salem episode. If you haven't listened to it, go and give it a listen. Um, which is in West Virginia. I never knew this. Well, you probably it might be a that. Diff it might be a different Salem. I might have just mugged myself off there. Oh, yeah. It might be. But he claimed to see strange patterns appearing on his television screen one night, followed by a mysterious sound outside his home. When he went out with his light and shined it towards where the noise was coming from, he saw two red eyes staring back at him. Um, now, this is one of the most popular kind of stories of sightings of the Mothman because his dog disappeared after it. Yeah. So he saw this, and then no one. His dog went. Wow! So whatever it was, took the his dog. Creature had his dog, yeah. Probably eating it. Yeah, he would have eaten it definitely. Now, what led on from these sightings is what makes it even more interesting. So, people who have claimed to have witnessed the Mothman were harassed by the infamous, quote unquote, men in black. Ah. Mm. Uh, they came and they warned them not to speak about the creature. Yeah. Not to. When the men in black come, you know. You it's know. Real. And yeah. listen, I'm not saying that the men in black are like the men in black in the movie, but they but men are. Men in black exist. And they definitely pop up whenever there is something yeah. strange. That you need to keep quiet. Unexplained. Yeah, that it needs to be on the hush hush. So they're coming around, giving in the, the gag orders to everybody, saying, you're not to talk about this. What you saw was not what you saw. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. But as you mentioned earlier, all of these strange sightings culminated um, in one big event that saw a massive loss of life. And that was the collapse of the Silver Bridge, yeah. uh, which happened on Dece December 15th, 1967. So this was just a little bit after a year after the first um, Mothman sighting. Mm. So this is what happened. Traffic was really bad on the Silver Bridge, which was originally built in 1928 to connect Point Pleasant uh, um, and connecting it up to um, Ohio and connecting mm. it to the main kind of main main track. Now, because it was backed up with traffic, the bridge was absolutely rammed full with cars, and then this put a strain on the bridge. But the bridge was built at a time when cars were lighter. So it was never built to withstand more than what it had ever anticipated for. Yeah, so they would yeah. build it to withstand a bridge full of cars yeah. at that current weight. Yeah. The bridge's design it had no kind of backup plan. 
So if one part failed, there was nothing else in place to prevent other bits okay, failing yeah. as well. So without warning, a single eye bar near the top of the bridge on the Ohio side cracked. The chain then snapped and the bridge just fell to pieces. Buckled and... Yeah, and it plunged all the cars and the pedestrians into the water below. Yeah. 46 people died. Mm. This was either by drowning in, in, in the river or being crushed by um, cars, bridge, debris, yeah, yeah. being stuck in the car, etc. Now, that is just not okay. One singular piece. Now, a lot of people say he he was it was the prophecy he was trying to warn us. Harbinger no. of doom. No, that's not. Oh, someone's popular. <laughs> that's not how it works, for me personally. What are you thinking? You know, that bridge was was always going to fail because the design because is that yeah was okay, shoddy yeah 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 um they know with, that with with, a, with too much weight that was always going to happen that was yeah. always going to happen whether that happens then whether that happened 20 years on from that yeah that was always going to that happen, was always yeah. going to happen i do not feel like the mothman made it happen no mm. or i do not feel like he was trying to warn people in any yeah. way you know people always say that he's you know you get overcome by evil and you know he's he, a dark energy dark presence why would he be warning you about that he wants you he wants you on the bridge he wants you to die he's a dark figure dark energy yeah. Mm. um yeah he's not probably going to come and oh, saying that who knows i mean it's a hard it's, one it's, it? it's difficult i mean he, as far as we know he hasn't Everyone escaped him. Now, what we're saying is he's powerful enough and fast enough that he could have ripped the roof off that car and got those humans, but he didn't do it. Okay, got the dog. But having said that, were there people going missing at the time or, you know, that were taken by the Mothman that nobody knows about? This stuff is so much legend and so much unknown information. We, we just will never know, will we? And I think, unfortunately, the media... And Hollywood. And By stuff. the time they put their spin on it, could spin be God knows what. Yeah. So you know the story then that people are receiving and the actual truth fact. But I wouldn't imagine he's coming to warn because surely he wouldn't look as hideous and evil, and so damn terrifying if he was. A and and, of good. and I feel that maybe the sign would be a little bit uh, more precise. Maybe he would then only be spotted around the bridge. Yeah. But he's spotted, you know, in and around everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I I, yeah, per, yeah. I feel, personally, that it's not connected in any way. I feel like the media have found an angle and a spin, run with it. Yeah, yeah. The man who wrote the book has found a spin and run with it. The movie has taken liberties with it mm. and just gone wild. Mm. But that's not to say that he's not a hard... Harbinger of Doom. Mm. So there have been, well, some people believe that he was spotted um, just before 9 11. Uh, and um, they... hasn't he been, it's, it been spotted in other countries as well? I'm sure in Asia, I'm sure other places well, have reported. There are similar creatures yeah. that have been seen worldwide. Yeah. They are very similar to the Mothman. Yeah. Um, the general consensus is that they are heralds of impending disasters. Yeah. But I really am not buying it. Personally. Um, some of the places that the Mothman or creatures similar to have visited mm. uh, was a mine in Germany where the Mothman creature thing scared all the miners away before it collapsed, which again is a kind thing to do. Yeah. He, he used his grotesque looks to scare them out of the mine. Oh, oh. sorry. Threw my pen in passion. <laughs> at um, me. <laughs> you know, before, before it collapsed, that is almost... Guard now, could we then argue it's a winged creature? Is this a guardian angel-esque? Because we know that 
the biblical descriptions of angels, of angels is not is exactly not, is, is scary. They're, some they're of not, the they're biblical, not all... yeah, some of the biblical descriptions of angels is bloody terrifying, with with hundreds of wings and faces and hands and feet and legs. I mean, some of those descriptions are terrifying. Are terrifying. Now, is you know, in that instance, is that have they just put two to two together and had seven? Or is it, you know, a similar creature? Because, that you know, angels are winged creatures, but are what we would would consider to be scary, you know, in the descriptions but of what they have given. My instincts would say that it's something dark, not something uh, from from the light. Yeah. Um, it's also uh, had a notable visit to Chernobyl. Do you know Chernobyl? Yeah. The nuclear, famous yeah. nuclear power plant in whoa, Ukraine, Czech Republic, around there, mm. like Eastern Europe area, somewhere. <laughs> um, the creature was known or had been seen in and around the facilities before it had its meltdown. Yeah, but the problem is, once you put one sighting and... Um, and and kind of advertise and make this known as um you know warning of impending doom then anything could be oh it's the you know i mean it's a stretch isn't it i'm saying it's a stretch i'm not saying that this creature doesn't exist i would say that if there was and everyone was killed then it's a harbinger of doom and and it, it that essentially that that may be what, what what it's for but to be saving everyone but terrifying everyone at the same time and i don't know i don't know it, it's, it's two totally I, different I, angles isn't it i personally feel that the i'm not saying that these creatures were not spotted or seen in any of these places yeah, absolutely I but agree, i don't but... think it's the same thing i don't think they're the same species even and i don't think they have the same um agenda i i i feel that they are they're all quite different in nature and i think they that they've maybe taken a bit of a leap and a bit of a jump to connect that all up i don't know if they would be different i just don't know the reason for them appear i just don't know the reason why they would listen appear. and and you know it's you'll have to you'll have to go to your grave frustrated because we're never going to know no maybe we'll ask ronnie see see, he might see if he know. can tap into the tap Mothman. into it yeah um, yeah, like I said, there are pictures, and I've put one on here, uh, taken in New York on 9-11. Yeah, but pictures like this. I mean, it's basically a big, be giant, a winged creature. Yeah, An but, albatross. Yeah, but someone just probably added it in there. You know, we don't know that's real. It doesn't even look real. If you look at the, the scale of it compared to the building, I mean, look, we don't, we don't know, do we? We don't know. But again, With personally, I feel... It's not, it's not linked in any way. There was also as well multiple sightings before the Minnesota bridge collapse as well, which interesting, it's a bridge again. Um, but that's probably the, 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 the closest connection you, you would find. I think we would need to really research deeper and find out the personal witness statements before these other sightings. And... Um, how many people cited it? Was it 300? Was it two people? No, but all the how, way back from the pub? How, I did, mean, you how just... did they decide that he was a harbinger of doom? Did he say, the bridge is going to collapse, don't go on the bridge? Did he Did he chase people away from the bridge? You know, was he drawing people to the bridge? Yeah, no, but, he but, wasn't. I would think it... He was spotted and then a bridge collapsed. That's their only connection. Well, I would say that's more along the lines of... Because he came to, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, it's just one of them. I would find it quite easy or a lot easier to answer or to have more of a theory on these questions if it was something paranormally related in terms of ghosts or spirits or energies. But when you talk about stuff like this, monsters, it's not stuff I, it's, I'm, it's, I'm really it's researched hard, in. isn't it? It's Even hard. with our parapsychology education, our, you know, our diplomas, it's it's not something that, I think it's a real specialised subject. I think that potentially there that the Mothman of Point Pleasant is a creature that exists, and I think that the other suspected sightings are people trying to find connections. 
because people do. Yeah. That is what humans do. We try to find the connections. Try to make sense of it and work now, it out. Now, whatever it. that creature is, I do not know. But I'm going to try and maybe give you some explanations as to some experts have oh, tried oh, to, to oh, wager right. a guess as to what it could be. Oh, go on then. Good. So, they have been associated um, with the Thunderbirds. Have you heard of the Thunderbirds? The only Thunderbird I've heard is a North America, the, the, the Red Indian Thunderbird. Well, yeah, it's not Lady Penelope. Lady Penelope. Yeah. Parker, make me wet. <laughs> oh. Parker, yes, my lady, make me wet. Dirty bastard. No, but you're right. We're talking Native American Thunderbirds. Right, that's the only Thunderbird and, I know. And they of, yeah. are um, very famous, actually. I used to have a necklace of the Thunderbird on it. When oh, okay. I went to, um, when I did the old Amtrak to the um in, in in america years ago we visited indian places and i've got a little thunder you know and it's it's um widely believed and documented about uh, documented amongst the native american um people and their culture yeah, yeah. there's lots of drawings and depictions 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 yeah depictions. don't say because you're gonna start I ain't saying that right. Depictions. What am I saying? Depictions. Move on. What? Say it again. Depiction. Depictions. You're making. Stop it. Cause you're, like, you're making me say it wrong. I don't know if I've said it right. You know I what still we don't mean. Know. Depictions. Um. And, you know, again, not wildly out of the way. It's a large bird. It has. Um, Kind of, it has red involved with it. I know it has red involved with it, which can go some way to contribute to the the, the kind of the glowing or the red that they see. Mm. Um, okay, so that's one theory. There's also an owl man. Yes, I've heard of this as well. Now I have never ever heard of the owl man. Yes, I have. Yeah. And this is an almost identical creature with red eyes. And has been sighted in Cornwall in 1976. Right. Well, I didn't know sighted in Cornwall, but I have heard of sightings of the Owl Man. Yeah. The Owl or what Man. People call the Owl Man. Yeah. Um, so that goes some way as to uh, what you it could be mistaken for in terms of other mythological creatures. Well, what cryptids. do the experts say? Have we got anything like that? So. Um, there is a wildlife biologist called Dr. Robert Smith, and he um, works at the West Virginia University. And he believes that the Mothman is a sandhill crane. Oh, for God's sake. No, but listen. I'm, no, no, no. Now, let no. me give you a description of a sandhill crane. Oh, a sandhill crane stands nearly as tall as a man and has... Um, great big red eyes. Now I'm just going to show you a quick yeah, picture. Look at the red around them eyes. Yes, but hold on a minute. It comes back to your bloody your research the other week on Bigfoots. Oh, they thought it was a yeti, but a Bigfoot. But it turned out it was an owl. They thought it was an owl, but it turned out it's yeti because the eye shine. No, listen. When you are seeing a creature, you know. All of your body and your brain and your instincts and your fear and everything knows if it's something of this world and if it's something which is terrifying the life and you, you cannot explain. It, it isn't a bird, everyone. No, listen, I... I'm going to... What? Um, I am a firm believer oh, that the Mothman it. is oh, potentially so, uh, a sandhill oh, crane. Right, listen. It is as tall as an average man and has a wingspan of it's five pathetic. feet. It's pathetic. It's no. pathetic. I don't even know why you're saying that. And you it has the this. big right, big red Which, around the eyes. No, and... it, it, right, okay. In the pitch black, you're not even going to see that bit of red above the crane's eyes. So look at a crane, please, uh, listeners. That is just, Google but, the sand oh, no, crane. Put a picture of one up. And uh, no, I can't, I can't. Oh, so does it move like a helicopter? Go straight up. Does it? No, probably doesn't. We've already had. Well, look at how that's. Look at how it's flying there. Doesn't that matter. wouldn't be out of the way for it to swoop no. up. Why are you doing that? You're just <laughs> your head just, <laughs> just went back. Made... Then you're just flapping your wings, and your head's no. 
you can't convince me even with those body actions <laughs> trying I've to tried. pretend to, to swoop yourself up i've tried no you 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 do this before and you try and convince me right leprechauns aren't real either by the way which you tried to convince me they were no but they are leprechauns are real the mothman i'm gonna say is a sandhill crane lord have mercy listen i'm not a disbeliever in anything but I think... Te no, you, you can't tell me you actually think the Mothman is a crane. I think it might so be. So in that case, all the witnesses that everyone's seen it, oh no, we'll say, oh no, it was a crane. No, it no, wasn't, it when, was a creature from... But when you say there is a hundred reported sightings, half that for hysteria, half that for people having a laugh, right? There so was you, probably a few wildlife... Right, there was probably a lot of wildlife experts within those um, hundreds of people that said, oh no, it's a crane. Oh no, they're all being hysterical. It's a crane. Nobody ever said it was a crane. Mm. Move on. Some people have said that potentially it is owls. Owls have a lot oh, to answer for. Oh, are you saying owls uh, have a lot? They owls are bigfoot. Are they? Are they? Mothman. Are they nine foot tall with a fifteen wingspan? <coughs> no. No, but what they are saying oh, is, right. yeah, is because owls' eyes glow and shine and reflect yes. light. But, but you, when you, you see use that excuse for a no, yeti. no, because when you are walking through a very dark area and you look up into, you know, you look into the yes, distance into a tree, yeah. right, and you see two great big eyes. You, if if you're that way inclined. You would then assume that where their eyes are is a head, and then where the head ends is where the body starts. Okay, so what about when they're bouncing on your because car and swooping in front of you and, go, and moving straight up like a helicopter? But that was oh, the, it was no, an that owl. Was the crane. Oh, sorry, it wasn't a ten-foot creature with gigantic wingspan that terrified the life out of us, and, and four of us saw it twice. Oh no, sorry, it was an owl. We were mistaken. Well, you were smoking some good weed, people. Will you stop? I think it's a mixture of the cranes and the owls. I do. I do. Do you seriously think that there's a reasonable explanation for this? Genuine. I genuinely believe that this is a reasonable explanation. I, I think you're just saying it. I think that... I think, I think there I was think mass hysteria. about this for ages. I think there was mass hysteria which oh, just my God. caused listen, issues. It might, listen, it might not even exist. But let me tell you, it's not an owl and it's not a crane. It might not even exist, but I'm sure we would have had a bit more bloody sightings of people saying oh no it was just a crane it had tiny little skinny legs a giant great big beak isn't it a beak's never been mentioned that crane has a massive beak where is the mentions and all this oh no it had a giant beak all right it must be a crane then maybe they was looking at it head on <laughs> so exactly so your argument doesn't stand up no nah, listen i'm still I'm standing i'm not entertaining, I'm not entertaining <laughs> I'm still standing it. with it's a mixture of cranes um, might even be a very big heron. They've got big wings and flap about, make noise. I'm not talking to you anymore. Okay. On this subject, move on. There is also a um, legend amongst um, Native Americans that would have been native to that area. Mm. And that is, they chose to become white hawks. Yeah. Um and they would live in the forests near Point Pleasant. And some believe that it is just the, the Native American people in their... Well, like a shapeshifter. Yeah, type. like in their hawk form. I don't know whether they they, they shapeshift well, or, it, you know, on passing they become the, the hawk. I'm not 100% on that. But I know that there is kind of myth, legend, lore um, that the yeah. Native American areas... Uh, Native American people in that area uh, were known to to mm. do that and become that wow. but white hawks it's often, i'm going to talk myself out of that one mothman's always described as black gray or brown yeah also, white is very different white's very different but also he didn't have a giant great big fucking beak hawks beaks ain't that big no hawks beaks aren't, but cranes beaks are anyway right some also believe Excuse the language by the way some people also believe that the mothman may be an angel demon or the product of a blood curse placed upon the town by chief cornstalk right um who was murdered along with his son in the area mm. um there's also a curse theory which is attached to the collapse of the silver bridge yeah again do you believe then 
that a curse can manifest beast? Oh, that's an interesting question. Is could a curse be powerful enough to create life? Well, we know that we know that voodoo, the kind of essence with a lot of their curses, is to manifest. But it's um, to manifest spirit. So they call it, they have that, oh, I don't want to disrespect it. Yeah, and call but it the we wrong don't name. know if this is a spirit. Listen, spirits, we know we can see in physical form. We know that I've seen ghosts, in like you could touch them. Um, obviously you can't touch them, but you know, so, so clearly. So we know that spirit in all types of ways, good and bad, can manifest. So they look like, so you can physically see them. Now nobody's touched this creature. We also know that spirit can manifest themselves where they can push you and shove you. We know they have physical force. I mean, we don't know, nobody's ever caught one. We don't know enough about it, do we? To, to... But again, the, the, the spirits are people, or you could argue animals. They're not creatures. I know, so it's where it gets... That's where the line is blurred. Well, I'm going to say what I always say in questions like this, which I don't know the answer to. Um, in my mind, for what I've seen in my life, I think pretty much anything's possible. I wouldn't say yes or a no, because I just don't know. I, I, won't, I, I won't disbelieve in anything, I wouldn't because rule the it world out. is a weird and wonderful place. I think, for me, personally, if I was to go for a logical explanation... Sandhill Crane slash Owl. If I was to go with a paranormal explanation, I would be more inclined to go with the blood curse. And that is in some way has manifested a beast demon Listen, of some nature. We've done. We've... I don't believe that it is a living, breathing creature. Right. Well, I may disagree or put something else in the mix here. Go on. We've done episodes of Bigfoots, of dogmen, where we've had multiple sightings all over the world by credible people with in-depth detail. Now, you could also have said, well, we don't believe there is a half-breed, half-human with red eyes uh, that screams patrolling the woods, you know, living in the woods. But it does exist. We know it exists. We've got, we've got proof and evidence of scientific fact of that. So what we're saying is there is something else that exists with wings that, that we haven't found yet. So it's possible but, that it exists. But, we, haven't, we haven't discovered it yet. But there's only one. Well, you don't know there's only one, babe. These are in different locations. Everyone said there was only one Yeti, or, or sorry, Bigfoot, until they started seeing them in pairs more, more recently. That The point is, we don't know any of these things. So I'm, we just I'm have gonna, to guess. I'm going to go out and just say, I, I don't believe it to be a creature of flesh and bone and blood. I believe it either to be a manifestation of something evil, yeah. demonic, yeah, yeah, through curse or, probably... or whatever, or, or just that it, exists, or it, came that from it hell. is just a case of mass hysteria and it's an animal. It could just be a demon with wings. I don't, I don't think it's an animal. It's you I on a Friday night. I, I don't do anything on a Friday. You're around my kitchen on a Friday night having a bit of oasis going And then on. when I leave, you turn into <laughs> what, and stop, demon yeah, banshee. Start flying around fly the over area, to Ohio. Yeah. And terrorise people, <laughs> knocking bridges down. Yeah, I mean, I'm e going to go with... Either way... It's, listen, we, it's, whatever it is, it's been seen by multiple people over years. And um, it's just... It's, it's just Normally, we, we, have, we know who the people are. and We only know a few details, a few firemen, stuff like that. Normally, we have a bit more information. But I'm going to say, yeah, I don't see why it's out of the way in some form, a manifestation of a, of a demonic. Listen, I'm, I'm, a... I'm not saying it's out of the way, but I'm trying to be sensible here. But and so I, I. I think given the creature uh, or the, the animals that are native to this area very much fit the description of what the creature is with exaggeration. Right. Now, if I was to describe this creature with you, but add two foot on either end and exaggerate it a little bit. Right, Freddie, can you just put you up could our viewers a picture of the crane? Right, I never ask this for uh, listeners, but I'm going to ask today, please leave a note if, after you've watched, listened to this episode and just put crane or something else. Let's just see. No, it's, it's got to be the Sandhill crane. Yes. But, but let's just see who agrees with me. And after seeing the picture of the crane and hearing this episode, let's see who agrees with Freddie. Just out of pure interest. Let's see if we've got one in the dark. 
Because I'm telling you, it's yeah. Be can scary. you see it's red in the dark? <gasps> Look at that. That's glowing. Yes, but somebody took a photo of that, and you can see the the flash where. Yeah, it's glowing because somebody's yeah, taken a night picture of it. it. Right, that's a more interesting one. Go down. Oh, that one. That one. Well, that looks like a ghost. No, it looks nothing like it. You see, nothing like it. Nothing like it. It looks like a skeleton of a bird. No, but listen, that's... them legs. Yeah, but it's dark. Imagine you didn't see that and you just saw that yeah, bit but, there. Yeah, but you've repeated You just saw these... that bit there. Oh, that frightened the life out of me. Oh, what? for fuck's sake. Something came up to the window. <laughs> <laughs> We're sick. <laughs> <gasps> oh, Lord. This, this window pitch black with a forest opposite. It's so all we can see is the trees. What have you just seen? Something fly up to it? A moth or something? No. What? It was the... It was the because it's all trees, when the car goes past, it only gives little specks of light and it just went out the window. And I thought, oh, what's that? It's coming. To... It's coming to get me. The mothman's coming at me and it's about to launch through the window. Um, oh well, listen, God. on that note, right, yeah, I, will, I will leave with these parting words. The right. mothman has left a long and far-reaching legacy <laughs> on each and every one of us. It is a name that is synonymous with doom and gloom and disaster. <laughs> and he's probably a crane in terms of Fred, Fred yeah. Little did yeah. we know it was the Sand Hill crane. <laughs> no, it's the, the, the Mothman is um, a <coughs> public figure. Right, yeah. <laughs> that is ingrained into the weird and wonderful world. It is a, a myth, a legend, in in recent times, we're not talking dragons where it's all yeah, like yeah. 1600s and that. This is a um, mm. a myth and a legend from the 60s, which ain't that long well, ago. Well, I, th I, th I think it's... There's probably I think still it's further people, back than that, to be honest. There's probably still people alive now that have could sit down and tell us, I remember when I saw the Mothman. Oh, yeah. And I bet they would say he didn't have long skinny legs like a crane. Well, some of them might. You never know. Um... <laughs> But listen, guys, it's up for you to decide. I will post a picture of the Sandhill Crane because I am a still a firm believer in this theory. But it, as always, it is, it is up to you. We do not have the definitive answers. We just try to give you the information so you can make yourself an educated guess, which I hope you do. And I hope you, with that educated guess, go with the educated answer, which is the Sandhill Crane. Right. Anyway, guys, um, please, as we started off the show, please check out um, True Horror Witches Prison 4OD Channel 4 this Halloween featuring I'm, the cage. Can people in America get a 4OD? You might do. Just change your VPN or something. Yeah, well, I've the fella that message, didn't he? said he'd watched it. Oh, yeah, from America. Yeah. yeah, from. So I'm sure you can. You just might have to be a bit clever about it. And uh, like we said at the beginning of the episode, please check out Ronnie Buckingham. This medium is outstanding. He's please on, um, get his book. Yeah, Facebook. He's, he's not on Instagrams and Twitters and stuff. He's he's not as tech savvy as me. Read the book and get the backstory to certainly the best medium with proof and evidence of life after death that I've ever, ever seen or heard. Oh of, yeah, so. ge yeah, genuinely, you know, and I will I will validate your claim yeah. and say that he's a very, very good medium. Yeah, I, and, amazing, and is is among some of the best i'd say best in the world i mean he's certainly the best in this country i'd say hands down. i would say yeah i would Absolutely say de easily, definitely easily he's a he's, he's a he's a front runner in he, in his game so yeah. check him out um and as well guys as always please like share comment tell your mum tell your aunt tell the people you work with share it on your social medias get our names out there we're we're desperate to grow. We want to share this with the world. We have such a lovely time doing it and we so appreciate all of you that listen to us. But also, as usual, if you've got anything horrible to say, don't bother because we will just delete. And if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Um, yeah, selective hearing does kick in and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Um, last minute call as well. Follow our social medias, as I always say. Uh, the Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So Twitter is The Haunted Peacast. 
Instagram is The Haunted Podcast Official and Facebook as well. If you just search The Haunted Podcast Official, we will come up. And you can email us directly at thehauntedpodcastofficial at gmail.com. And that's that, guys. I hope you've enjoyed our our take on the Mothman. Yeah, it's been an interesting one tonight. I'm not sure everyone will agree with me, but I'm assuming most will. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, thank you guys. This will now be our last episode before Halloween, Halloween week. One episode per day. Seven whole episodes. Let me tell you, it has not been easy. easy. It has been hard work, but our dedication has seen us through hours of research and recording. Yeah. But we, we oh, um, I think as well, I just want to put out there as well that we will be taking a very small hiatus um, after this so we can recoup and regain our strength. <laughs> to, to argue again in the future about these crazy, weird and wonderful yeah. things. And to do a bit of Christmas shopping as well. We've got to have How long are we taking off? A week, two weeks? Not long, guys. We're not going to take off long, but a couple of weeks maybe. But I was thinking maybe like April 2024. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone wants to sponsor me to have the time off until 2024, you're more than welcome to. I'll give you my bank details. <laughs> but yeah, be good, be safe, be honest, behave yourselves out there, guys. And remember, it's a weird and wonderful world. And, and be beware... careful of the Mothman tonight. Well, I was going to say, beware now. the crane. Oh, God. Beware of all large birds. birds. Be Especially beware swans. Of anything <laughs> with they large could break wings. a man's arm, don't you know? <laughs> swans are really dangerous, especially the black ones. Do you know, right, American people are obsessed. They always say, if you ever mention a swan to an English person, they'll go, oh, you don't go near us. Oh, they're dangerous. Don't they go are near dangerous. Them. They'll break your arm. They can break your arm. Yeah. It's true. We used to eat them in this country, then it was banned. Fact. Do stay away from and the swans. swans. They're owned by the Queen anyway. Yeah, you're not allowed in this country. They're all protected by the Queen. Queen of the realm. Well, I'm, I'm queen of the be this bedroom, so <laughs> if there was any swans of, in here, it'd be mine. You're the queen of our area. Right, anyway. Yeah, before um, we go on to... Yeah, like, sorry, because we yeah, just we keep going we on. We just but, go on. Ciao. Bye.